Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dog Check. My name is Max Loeb. I'm here with Eric Metcalf. Eric, how are you feeling on a victory Wednesday for us? I'm, I'm really feeling good. I mean, I, I I feel like I'm Nostradamus right now because I said this when I was <laughs> right i'm with you you have this recorded on paper i said how it was gonna go and so i feel good about what the browns have been doing offensively and and defensively i um i think we can only just get better as as the weeks progress and so i'm looking forward to it yeah it was a a very inspiring win especially from the the passing offense which is what we talked a little bit about last episode is uh it was very a very good sight to see deshaun looked more comfortable he looked more decisive it was good it was good stuff and that's what it has to be is about him being comfortable and it was like the perfect storm playing yep. against the Tennessee Titans who aren't very good against the past and us trying to establish confidence in, in a passing game that we're, we're comfortable with and so with those two things playing into uh, our favor it, it worked out and Deshaun looked good yeah he did look good before we talk about full breakdown from past this past Sunday want to talk a little bit about bet online football is back it's been back for a month bet online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering information with all the up-to-the-minute stats news scores and matchup breakdowns get the latest game odds spreads and totals from nfl and college football at your fingertips with bet online's real-time updates on statistics news and odds from week one all the way to the college football playoff and super bowl bet online will give you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. And if you head to the website today or even use your mobile device to get on on the action, remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V, all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. It's where the game starts. And this past Sunday, the game most definitely started with Deshaun Watson. It was really unbelievable. Like you said, it was the perfect storm. It was, we talked about it last week. It's you know, secondary you can take advantage of, and they they did. And you think on paper, like, oh, you should do this. And then you see him do it, and you're like, okay, like, this shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> right, and you know, and, and I think what makes it easier for uh, Deshaun and Stefanski is the fact that um, it's an unfortunate event, but Nick Chubb isn't there, right? Yeah. So now you don't have to concentrate on fitting him in the offense on top of trying to make this passing game work like we want it to. Now exactly. you have the running back room by committee. And so it's not about they have to be a featured back. They just have to be able to play a role and, and make this offense work. And in doing so, it gives Stefanski the opportunity to use everybody, to expand his playbook, to make Deshaun comfortable, not always being under center and, and, and think about turning around and handing the ball. He can be in shotgun more. We can just run plays that he's comfortable with and used to running, whether it was in Houston or, or now with the Browns. Yeah, and he looked comfortable for sure. It's interesting you talk about the the backfield by committee because it was definitely something we talked about last week. And we were like, Jerome Ford looked good. Like, he should still get the bulk of the carries. Obviously, we saw Hunt in there. We also saw Wilkins. Like, it was it was very much a, a committee, and it wasn't a two-back committee, which I think will play in the Browns' favor moving forward for sure. Yeah, and I think, you know, what they I think maybe the seven people carried the ball. Yeah. Something like that. And so when, when you have that diversity in your backfield – it gives you an opportunity to run so many different sets oh, yeah. and personnel. And so the defense is they don't know what you're doing because they don't they don't know who's playing what and, and what have you. I mean, you have all these running backs that we have and they all split out. 
and play receiver as well. And so it's something that if Nick Chubb was in the game, he didn't really do. He might split out there from time to time, but did they ever throw him the ball? Not really. And so and so now that you have these guys who can go actually go out there and be pass catchers, it just changes all the things that you can do. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this offense opening up. Yeah, and it's definitely going to open up. It's going to be tough this week, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but it's opening up for sure. And the the key cog there other than Deshaun Watson is Amari Cooper. And I don't know about you, the touchdown, the non-touchdown, excuse me, when he was on the sideline was, I don't know, prob- probably like a top 10 most crazy call I've seen. Definitely, definitely this year, but probably past like five years. It was wild. I mean, that's nuts. I mean, first day, what they say, he stepped out of bounds before he caught the ball. Yep. But nobody threw a hat down, which indicates that a receiver stepped out and he can't be yep. the first one to test the ball, right? So we didn't yeah. get that. And then when he catches the ball, we had, he has grass literally in between his foot and the sideline, and we get an inadvertent whistle. We don't know what's going on, and he's duking around, and then, then they stop it. I, it's, you're paid to watch. Mm-hmm. You're paid to pay attention to this, and these and and and, they, and they also tell you in these type of situations, let it play out. And yeah, that was crazy. Change it, but no, everybody wants to wants it to be about them mm-hmm. and, and and be in the spotlight. Let the players make the plays. Yeah, let the players make the plays, and I I hate the hypotheticals, and I hate going back on this stuff, right. but I will tell you. Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper both in my fantasy lineup, and I lost by two points this week. So <laughs> I will uh I'll hold that one pretty highly. That 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 one hurt. It hurt. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. <laughs> no one likes to lose. <laughs> no. Definitely not in fantasy either. Right, right. Other side of the ball, though, I mean, it was it's what we thought would happen, right? Like you you cut the snake, cut the head off the snake with Derrick Henry, you stop the run, force Tannehill to beat you, and like you couldn't. And, and he couldn't. And I mean, yeah. and, and the and the line, and everybody said their line didn't play well and all that. But it's our mm-hmm. defensive line is making them yeah. look like that, right? When you mm-hmm. have a front four with, with multiple players coming in who can can rip up, it makes it hard for you to to throw the ball. It makes it very hard for you to run the ball. I mean, eleven carries for twenty yards. <sighs> when have we when have we ever seen Derrick Henry be uh, held to that? And so, Never, I don't think. And so now that we have a defense that can hold these elite running backs to to, to carries and, and yardage like this, it makes it a lot easier. It makes it a lot easier because now these DBs can jam up the receivers and everything. And, and once again, they're not going to be – they're going to give up plays. We all know that because the guys on the other side are, are pros as well. Mm-hmm. But the, the, front, the front four and seven – are doing such a great job stopping the uh, the run and creating pressure on the quarterback that it's making it a lot easier for the secondary. Something we hadn't seen in, in years. Yeah, definitely not in years. And this yardage total was the lowest since 1974 for an opposing offense. 94 total yards yesterday or Sunday for the Titans. How insane is that? It, it, it's crazy. I mean, because Derrick Henry usually has that himself. Yep, he if does. Not, if not more, right? And so when you're talking about 94 total yards for offense, that's that's like one good high school team and one really bad high school team, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but and and they're all pros. And so that's what I keep hanging my head on with this team is that even if the offense did not click 
uh, Sunday like we would want it to. This defense is giving them a chance to win games every week. I mean, they're just, it's like they're just they're just putting them in a position that you can start off slow. We're just, we'll just keep this 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 score close, and we'll make plays. Yeah, and, and then when the offense finally catches up, they'll win games. Exactly. They will win games, and when your stars play like they did on defense, it's you, you put your offense in good positions. Miles Garrett, three and a half sacks. Um, from what I saw as well, just watching the film, Denzel Ward put in another just unbelievable game. Like, you know, you talk about him in coverage. He, he covers really well, and, you know, you send, you send five guys who trust your DBs to go play and play physical, and he's gotten much better at that. He's done a really good job, but my goodness, can he tackle in the open field. It, it's been incredible. Yeah, and I think it's, it's infectious the way this defense is playing. I mean, you see the yeah. defense line flying around, making plays. Now, all of a sudden, all these linebackers, they're running through the gaps, uh, tackling runners behind the, the, the line of scrimmage. And so the, the DBs also want to play like that and be a part of this. And they're, and they're celebrating and having fun doing it because they know they have a good unit out there. And so and nobody wants to be the guy who doesn't stick their head in, head in because mm-hmm. of, the way, of the way they're playing. And so I think when you have someone like Denzel Ward, putting his body on the line, knowing that he's been in concussion protocol a few times. It, yes. it shows other guys that he's been here and he's been hurt a few times and had to sit out, but he's still willing to do this for, for his brothers. And so, you know, it, it, like I said, Jim Schwartz has brought his defense in. Everybody's feeling good about it and they're, and they're playing well because they know what they're doing. Yeah, they really do. Uh, but this week is the biggest test and we'll transition to the, the Ravens game. We talked about it a little bit yesterday when we were talking. It's the best player the Browns have played all year in Lamar Jackson. Right. What do you think it will take to at least contain him? I don't know if you can stop him, but at least contain him. I think, once again, it's, it's going to be the front four. right? It's going to be the front four. And, and I think in years past when we've played against Lamar, we've had, we've had say, uh, Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney very good defensive end who were rushing up the field, but our inside wasn't as, as good. Like the tackles yeah. weren't good. And so they were creating space, these these big lanes in between the defensive end and the D tackles. And and so I think now with with these guys, with, with Alex Wright and, and Dalvin Thompson, these guys, they'll be pushing the offensive line and back as far. So these these lanes will be smaller. And and, he, and of course, he's Lamar Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> But so he's going to get through some of them. Yeah. He's going to get through some, but you can't give him that space to just run around and do what he wants and make plays when you have guys like uh, Zay Flowers and, and OBJ, if he plays, running around and, and Mark Andrews for that matter. But you can't give him time. You just have to put him, not let him set his feet and, and, and be comfortable back there. And I think we have the, the players that can make him uncomfortable now. Yeah, very much so. And the Ravens have been banged up up front like I, I trust that that Browns defensive line against the Ravens offensive line seven days a week especially the way they have been playing I agree with you I think he he can't be comfortable and I think it has a lot to do with the rush plan and making sure you stay disciplined in your lanes but I also think again just kind of last week you stop them on first and even second down and force Lamar Jackson to sit in the pocket and beat you with his arm I think you'll be in a good spot I don't think he's a terrible passer of the football um, but he's not like some of the other guys they'll see this season. And I think, again, you sit back in coverage on third and medium and third and long and let your horses go rush the quarterback, I think the Browns will be in a good spot again. Yeah, yeah. and we want, we have to keep him from uh, 
under 100 yards. You know, when they went, when yeah. he rushes for 100 yards, they win. Yep. And so, and so, and and because of all these these running backs are are out and yeah and getting hurt and and they have a lot of people out, I think it'll be a a, a focal point of him running the ball. Yeah. You know, because that's how they win. He he's their best player, and if he's able to make plays out there for their team and and, and keep the ball in his hands, then they have a good chance of winning. That's how they've done in, in the past years, and I think that's what they'll try to do this week. Yeah, very much so. And credit credit to what they've done so far this year. I know they lost this past weekend, but the the amount of starters they've missed and how well they're playing is pretty remarkable. Like, you know, if you're the Browns, you look on paper, they're missing let's like I don't know, like six starters. You think we should beat this team handily. That they're not gonna roll over and die. Like they they play hard. Right. They're professional about what they do. And they've very had much injuries that so. they've been decimated by injuries year after year after year. And yeah. they've always still been around unless the one injury is Lamar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? when, it, when, it, when it's come down to him being injured, then that creates the problem because now they're a whole different team. And we yeah. don't want to see him get injured, we, but we don't want him. We don't want to see him be the best Lamar he can be. We don't want to see him be like he did, was when he won the MVP. Yeah. No. We we want to we want to keep him uncomfortable, make him scramble around. Don't let him stand on his uh in his spot and, and, and throw to Mark Andrews all days. And Zay Flowers has, has been very Ooh, good yeah. as a rookie this year. And so they have more weapons than he's ever had. And mm-hmm. That's why the defensive line and, and linebackers going to have to keep him uncomfortable and make him run around and make him make him have to throw tight throws into the, in the windows that, that he's not used to doing. And so if we can do that, I, I think we can do a good job of containing him. Yes, absolutely. Could not agree more. The other side of the ball is probably as important as well, though. This Ravens defense again, like they're they're missing some guys in the secondary, but Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen playing really well. Kyle Hamilton has had a really good start to the year. They got some playmakers in there too. What do you think is the key for the Browns this week offensively? You know, it, it's a tough situation. I think it's going to be a dogfight. We still have to be able to run the ball. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those situations we have to be able to run the ball. Everyone knows now with Chubb not being there, they, they think there's going to be pressed on Deshaun. And we're going to try to win this game through the pass. So they're going to try to take that away and see if we can still run the ball with with the Jerome Ford and, and Kareem. So that I think it's just about for for Stefanski and Deshaun to just staying patient. Yep. Because, because this is going to be one of those games uh, where – you have to be patient in the run game. You have you can't be forcing it down the field because they're going to be blitzing and all that, and it's going to be hard. And so, just be patient and give yourself an opportunity to make plays. And when you do get those opportunities, just go out there and make them. And 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 it's and it's going to be tough, but I eventually I think we make enough plays where we win this game. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's going to be whoever makes more more plays, especially on the perimeter on the outside that wins this game. Yeah, I think it's keeping it simple for Watson. Right. Last weekend, there there weren't a ton of super challenging throws he had to make. The The longest throws he had were on double moves, were one-on-one on the sidelines with Amari Cooper, which he'll take anytime he can get them. It wasn't any super tight window throws, and maybe that was a credit to the game plan. Maybe that was the Titans' pass defense, but keeping it simple for Deshaun Watson seems to be the key and not asking him to do too much. And I think if they hold up up front, which is, again, easier said than done, especially against this Ravens team, things will be simple for him. It'll be it'll be similar to what it was last week. This could be a very simple game. Football is a simple game. 
It should be, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it, well, yeah, it should be. <laughs> it should be. And I and I think uh I think now last week gave this team confidence. It gave him confidence in the past game. We we're already confident in the run game, but it gave him confidence in the past game that we can go out there and throw the ball around the yard with anyone if given the the time back there, if everything's comfortable, if everybody gets a little separation, which that, that that's been a problem over the past couple of years. We we've yeah. had guys who made a lot of plays, but it's separation that that we need. And, and mm-hmm. we saw the, the Sunday that these guys had separation when they were catching yeah. the ball. They weren't they weren't getting draped all over by a defender and having to make great catches. And Deshaun wasn't having to force it into tight windows the entire game. So that makes it a lot easier because now you have space to make plays. When you catch the ball with a defender a yard or two away from you, you can still make a miss or and make plays. And so that's what we have to do. We have to give him yeah. time, give him time, let him set his feet and throw the ball like we've seen him do over the course of his career. Yeah, absolutely. And good things happen when he has time and he can set his feet. We saw it last week. Before we get into the score predictions, let's talk about our X factors. You want me to go first or do you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. I I think it's going to be – the game will come down to Lamar Jackson throwing the football. And I, I think if somebody has to step up, I don't think it's going to be the, the outside guys. I think it's going to have to be somebody like Grant Delpit. I think Mark Andrews is going to be the focal point of that pass offense for – the foreseeable future there. I know Zay Flower has been awesome, but Andrew's going to be the safety valve. Andrew's going to be the guy that Lamar turns to when his back is against the wall. And I think, you know, however you slice it, Grant Delpit will be on him for large portions of the game. And I think Delpit needs to continue to play like he has been not, not asking him to do anything he has not done because he's been really good to start the year, continuing to support the run and then covering Andrews when needed. I think Grant Delpit is, is the big key this weekend. I, I, I like it. I like it. All right. But it's not mine. <laughs> right, let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. J-O-K. Oh, that's my guy. J-O-K. You didn't use him today. Yes, you're right. You I put did. him on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> you, I put, put him, him on the bench. You're right. You're right. put him on the bench. And so I'm using J-O-K because the way Lamar Jackson plays. Because he's a he's a scrambler. He gets through the creases and, and he takes off running around and – and he, he throws the ball on the run. And if and if no one's there, he'll take off running. And so we yeah. have someone like JOK who has the speed, who who is not worried about being blocked by a, a, a guy coming off a double team like he was last year because these front four are these front four linemen are commanding a double team. And so yeah. it, it frees them up. And so I, I'm looking forward to JOK being not not a total spy, but in essence, a spy on Lamar. Yeah. He's the guy who can do it. He is definitely the guy who can do it. Most athletic player they probably have on their entire defense. Maybe Miles Garrett, but that's a conversation for another day. But I agree with you. He he, he can do it. If somebody has to, it's going to be him. And, and I just knew that you were going to say him. I was like, damn, who am I going to pick if he says that? <laughs> no. No, I went a different route this week. You did, and, I, and, I, and I'm happy for it. Thank you. Good. Good. All right, let's let's talk about the score predictions. I'll let you go first here. I think we both agree it'll probably be a pretty close game. I think it's going to be close. I, I mean, I think it's going to be kind of low scoring. I'm, I'm, I'm still 24-17, Browns. Wow, okay, I'm going 23-17. That was mine coming in. It's close, but I'm 23. going 23-17. I think it's a six-point game. Is right or something? No, it's, yeah. well, it, it, it is today. <laughs> All right, you know, I'll 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 go nineteen fourteen then. I'll go nineteen fourteen. Okay. I'll change it up a little bit. I think it's right. extremely low scoring, old fashioned field position battle. 
Right. And, and you know, I'm looking forward to these teams being physical with each other, uh, both both still trying to run the ball and both wanting to stop the run. Yep. And so and so that's what that's why I think uh, it becomes a, a lower scoring game, because I don't think uh, they're really going to attack downfield as much as we would hope. But yeah, it, it's, it's going to be about a slugfest, a OAFC North slugfest. And then. Mm-hmm. Whoever's standing is the, is the winner, right? Because whoever can take the many most punches wins, and so I think that's how it's going to play out, and, and we're going to give deliver more punches. Absolutely, we will deliver more punches Sunday, one p.m. Eastern. Ravens at Browns. By the time you guys are hearing this, it is Thursday morning, September twenty eighth. So a couple days away from kickoff. This is the dog check presented by Bet Online. Eric, any last words before we go? Go Browns! Let's get this three and one. Make me. Make me a believer. Make me the smartest guy on the planet <laughs> because this is what I said going yep. into the season. No, I'm with you. Yep. Exactly like this. And so let's do, let's do it, Browns. Let's do it. Go Browns. Thank you guys for listening. I think I'm going to. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.